what they did was just extraordinary. And many had to put in significant changes to their software, to their working practices in incredibly short time. So I'm talking about our timelines were short, but then we'd give the guidance and it might only be a few days before the next payroll run, or um, it could be only like a week away from the scheme starting. They were incredibly patient, incredibly supportive, without exception. Welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host, Nick Day. Find out what it takes to truly discover what it takes to elevate your career within payroll as we meet with the industry leaders who are shaping the industry for tomorrow. Hello and welcome back to the Payroll Podcast. My name is Nick Day, CEO at JGA Recruitment, and I've got a real treat for you all. We have listened to all of our listeners. We have got a fantastic guest on the show today. Why? Because I'm joined by Director General for Transformation at Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, Joe Rowland. Joe has been with the HMRC for over eight years. She was also Programme Director for the Making Tax Digital Project. But I'll let Joe tell us more about her expertise. Joe, I'm really excited. Welcome to the Payroll Podcast Show. Lovely. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me on. Really exciting to be able to uh, share our views, share our exciting news and developments in HMRC. So as you say, I'm Director General of Transformation here in HMRC. What that means is I've got the simple task of transforming the tax system. (laughs) Um, Nice and easy. Uh, It's certainly not going to be done in a day. I I can promise you that. But there's a lot of exciting developments in. And uh, something I'm sure we'll talk a bit about today is uh, not least I've been overseeing our COVID response in the last few months. Yes, definitely something I'm going to be asking some questions about for sure. So before we jump in then to the nitty gritty of, of COVID, which is definitely a subject I want to tackle early, early doors. Can you give us a quick overview of the role HMRC plays in relation to payroll? Just for those that maybe are listening to this that aren't working in payroll, but are really keen to understand that, that relationship in a little bit more detail. Yeah, so um, most people know tax through PAYE. So uh, that, those of us that, that uh, have their employer take their tax out of the pay packet, all of that is facilitated in the main through payroll software or bureaus. So it's a massively important industry that we work with hand in hand. And, and really what the industries achieve through their software and their support services is genuinely to make tax easier. And that, that's a key aim of HMRC across the board. So unfortunately, the way tax is, it, it often is more complicated than your average citizen would want it to be. But intermediaries like payroll software, like payroll bureaus, really make it much easier. So great partner that we have there working with us. Fantastic. Now, we've talked a little bit about COVID already. Uh, Recently, we've obviously seen payroll practitioners across the UK really rise to the challenge of keeping the UK pay despite, you know, getting to grips with new furlough legislation, CGRS claims, and that's been changing quite constantly. No one's fault. Obviously, we've been trying to navigate a very challenging pandemic, but I imagine it must also have been equally challenging for the HMRC. You've got to interpret and produce guidance almost as quickly as, as, the, you know, as, quickly as the pandemic is, is changing as well. I would love to know a little bit more from your perspective about how the HMRC 
you know, behind the scenes, really, really got to grips with CGRS claims, how it was the legislation was developed and, and, and some of the challenges perhaps you faced during that time. Yeah, I mean, a challenge probably doesn't quite sum up <laughs> what we faced, I think. So um, it all started, had a phone call from a, a colleague of mine to say, I think we need to set up a project here. And of course, projects is what I do. Um, and before I knew it, I was in front of the Chancellor and he was saying that setting out to us the kind of help he wanted to give the country. Um, he then set out the kind of pace he wanted to work at. And um, so there was our first challenge, the pace, enormously fast. Yeah. But our second challenge was it was the whole country. This is if those of your uh, listeners that have worked with HMRC through payroll software or other things will know, normally these projects take 18 months, two years, sometimes longer if they're really complex. We had a matter of weeks to reach every business, every citizen in the country with the support. So speed and scale are two things that don't often marry together very well in projects. No. So we needed to make sure that um, we, we were crystal clear on what we were trying to do. And that was to get the right support to the right people as fast as we could. And all of our design, all of our approach had that customer outcome at the end of it. We were very lucky, the chancellor was right next to us. So sometimes every day, sometimes even twice a day, three times a day, we'd be back in front of him saying, right, we, we've managed to design it this way. Does that suit your policy objective? This is, this is how it'd work. So the instant feedback loop to the very top decision maker, I then had to create quite a quick team to get this done. <laughs> Our suppliers are also fantastic. And of course, so with the payroll industry. Yes, must I, I can't even imagine, and I'm, I'm aware, having been in the payroll industry myself, you know, the, some of the steering committees you have, the consultations you have to change legislation, that the, the, the speed that you got this information out was quite phenomenal. And actually, I read a tweet, we're going back a bit now, because the time seems to have just flown during this pandemic. Back on February 26th, uh, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Vishy Sunak, actually tweeted how proud he was of the HM Treasury and HMRC teams, and, and for the systems you managed to put together so quickly to get, you know, to help ensure people's wages were were paid during the crisis. And of course, nothing more important than making sure those, the key workers are, are paid accurately for the work that they're doing. And I think he said that, you know, he was really proud of everyone stepping up to every challenge they faced. What were some of the, the bigger challenges that you did face during that time? And how did you go about overcoming them in such rapid time? So uh, I think first and foremost, that uh, we are in the middle of a massive reform of the tax infrastructure. So yes. slightly behind the scenes, we've got some of our systems are older than they need to be. Therefore, they're, they're not particularly agile technology in them. And so our first real challenge was what can we realistically build that can deliver what we need it to deliver, but not get slowed down by the fact that some of our technology wasn't as agile as it needs to be, hence our reform programme. Sure. So, um, so straight away, there was a design principle that we would, it had to be built in the newer parts because we're partway through. We've got some nice, shiny, fresh out the packet technology. 
Um, and, and we deliberately, therefore, chose that whatever we build, it has to stay in that domain because that's the only way we can do it at speed. The second thing was customers. So A, there was a, a lot of what we're working on was embargoed um, because of obvious reasons. The awesome. chancellor wanted to know it would work and be effective before he was announcing. Although in the case of CGRS, he had already announced <laughs> it. We, the promise was out there. Um, so, so it was how we could get the customer perspective in. Now, uh, uh, HMRC do a lot of work with customer insight, with our partners, such as the payroll industry. So we were able to draw on quite a lot of intelligence, but we didn't have the luxury of doing lots of customer liaison and lots of customer testing. But we still, despite all of this really tight timeline, we still ran private beaters on the service. Oh, wow. Even like it was a day. <laughs> not I, going I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, it <laughs> would not be the scale we'd normally do. But we, because we value that, that customer input so much before we put any service live, it doesn't matter the timelines, we didn't compromise on that important step. But obviously it was nowhere near the scale we normally would. Sure. Sure. I personally think from an outsider looking in that the, 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 what you managed to do in such a short time frame was phenomenal. You're always going to get hiccups without the ability to test to the extent you'd like to with the numbers concerned. But I think the response and what you managed to get out in terms of the updates and legislation has been, been quite phenomenal. And we've, we've obviously tracked it very closely from this side. Something that I've seen as well from the, from the user side, then, if you like, is the payroll community, which historically have never been able to really work from home it's seen as one of those siloed functions which you know has to be in an office and don't necessarily have the the, the same bandwidth that other functions would have to operate in a different way have you been quite surprised at how phenomenally well that the, the payroll community has been able to adjust to the the pandemic as well to to be able to interpret the legislation to be able to keep the uk paid to make sure that you know the economy didn't stop working because they were still getting paid regularly did it surprise you at all or did you always know having had that connection with them that they would be able to respond in the way that they did so i've always known the payroll community to be extremely responsive extremely adaptable however you know uh, what they did was just extraordinary absolutely extraordinary yeah. and many had to put in significant changes to their software to their working practices in incredibly short time so i'm talking about our timelines were short but then we'd give the guidance and it might only be a few days before the next payroll run or um or it could be only like a week away from the scheme starting they were incredibly patient incredibly supportive i think um without exception and obviously the Chartered Institute of Payroll Professionals were really instrumental in helping us as well. Yeah. So if anything surprised me, I think um, it was just the sheer, there was just no grumbles. There was no, it, it was almost like, you know, dig for victory mentality across the board. Um, the other thing, though, we did get a lot of feedback and, and where possible, where time allowed or where a, an option you know, a, a policy was already announced. They were also really helpful in shaping some of that guidance. So uh, because what was feasible 
for the software industry was definitely at the forefront of our mind. There was absolutely no point us putting ourselves in dark virtual rooms and coming up with a brilliant, what we think is a brilliant idea, if it was just going to be unworkable. Sure. So they were really responsive when we released the guidance, but also particularly through the Chartered Institute, we had great input in the development of some of that guidance. No, it was fantastic. We were following it very closely here. We were sending out sort of further legislation updates. So we were quite aware of how quickly it was changing. I agree. It's, it was a phenomenal response. And, um, you know, credit to everyone involved in this industry. I really think it's helped raise the profile of the payroll industry as well, which I think has been fantastic. Have you ever asked yourself, how can I recruit payroll staff effectively? Please don't give up on your recruitment project just yet. Here at JGA Payroll Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top payroll talent. JGA Recruitment are a niche payroll recruitment agency who will partner with you to resource payroll candidates who will improve both the accuracy and efficiency of your payroll department. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more. Of course, I mentioned in my brief introduction that um, you've been involved in with the HMRC for a number of years. We've seen the HMRC undergo a significant digitization program, certainly since I've been in the industry over the last 15 to 18 years. It's resulted in some great initiatives. Uh, one example of this, of course, was the rollout of RTI in 2013. It was billed at the time as the most significant change to the pay as you earn since 1944. This initiative alone, I read, has saved the Exchequer hundreds of millions of pounds. So more recently, we've seen other initiatives come to the fore as well. So we've seen the personal tax accounts. Obviously, you were talking about the, the programme that you set up as well and making tax digital. What other initiatives do HMRC have in the pipeline and what are the things that we perhaps should be looking forward to as this rapid sort of digitization program continues? We've got lots. <laughs> there is no limit to our ambition. Um, so first and foremost, uh, let's talk about data. So yeah. one of the at the heart of any of our ambitions and any of our transformations, we really want to make data work harder for us. And most of all, we want to join it up. Traditionally, the tax system has actually been quite separate and distinct tax regimes. So, for example, if you're a business, your corporation tax is a, can be a different return from your income tax or your, um, your VAT. Sure. What we want to try and do is bring that data together. So number one, we've got a better view of the business or the customer so that we can understand how better to support, but also that the customer most importantly has that view and, and they can see a, a tax. You imagine if your bank account showed you all of your grocery shopping on one account and all of your, I don't know, it's like holiday shopping on another <laughs> and you had to work it out between them as to how much money you really had. I think mine would uh, be quite alarming. I wouldn't want to see mine either I think um, but but that that's a little bit how the tax system is at the moment so we want to bring it together so it's far more convenient for the customer I think there's also a bit of a question in there about the data we collect and this is something we'd be really keen to start engaging with the payroll industry on because um, that it's really important that a 
under GDPR, we're only collecting what we we lawfully need to collect. But at the same time, I think some of the COVID experience has shown that sometimes we couldn't help everyone we wanted to because of gaps in the data, because the data was limited to what we needed for tax quite reasonably. Um, but I think there is something in future about, well, actually, you know, not only are we uh, forming our data in a way that's more convenient to the customer, but actually, do we have all the data we need to really support our customer in the way we want to? So that's data. The other thing you mentioned, the personal tax account. And yeah. uh, we, we have an ambition to now take that to its very next generation. So whilst a personal tax account is enormously convenient and even we've got the mobile phone app, it has got limitations on what a customer can do on it. And customer feedback tells us that they don't necessarily all un always understand what the tax account's telling them. And I'm sure those that offer payroll support to employees will, will feel a little bit of that as employees often feel they go to their employer to ask the questions or, or ring our phone lines sure. because they haven't quite gleaned it. So we want to, that single data, we want the next generational uh, tax account to be showing A, that range of uh, your tax affairs, but also be far more user-friendly and, and have more functionality for the users so that it's even more convenient to manage your tax affairs. That makes sense. That's what's really interesting as well. You talked a lot of there about the customer and how they, you know, how the payroll community potentially could partner with and some of that data and just to help PHMRC, you know, improve. How much at the moment is it the customer experience or the feedback the customers are giving you influence the changes that are being made by the HMRC or, you know, is it being led by the feedback you receive, I guess another way of putting it, or is, have you got, have you, are you being led by, by, you know, by a different approach? Yeah, so I think uh, I think the real step change in HMRC is we've always consulted customers. We've always valued the views of our customers. I think we're really starting now to understand the value of genuine co-design, and that's that's a step on, uh, actually a leap on from consultation. Yeah, and what we are doing in a number of forums, so in the Making Tax Digital, where we're putting um, business tax in a digital forum with quarterly updates. Many of those services, either the software industry is actually providing the interface or um, where we've provided some of the, the, the design, that's all been in co-design with things like accountants and, uh, and their representatives. So it's really helped us to not feel we need all the answers, actually. Sure. It's, you know, the, the, the wealth of knowledge and experience out there is enormous. And bringing that into the design and getting it to the design table is much more powerful than consultation alone. I know there's a, a lot of the payroll community are keen as well to give that feedback. They're keen to be involved. They want to raise their own profile and the profile of the industry. So it's a great opportunity for going down that co-design process for them to do that. You talked a little bit there about the business tax and, 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 and some of the, the uh, digitization programs you're working on to improve that process. What at the moment is the biggest operational challenge you're faced with in relation to payroll or RTI or, or the PAY online services you provide? Is there a particular payroll challenge that's causing you, um, you know, I, I, I guess, a particular challenge at the moment? 
Um, so I think that on the whole, no, because <laughs> it's brilliant. It, you know, that it's, it's a PAYE and the role the payroll industry play in it is one of the best things that's happened to the tax system. It's when we talk about make tax easier for the customer, nothing's easier than looking at your payslip and whatever's at the bottom of it, you know's in your bank account. Yeah. And the numbers at the top, your payroll provider's taking care of all of that. That's a great system. And so huge thanks to the whole industry for all that you do in keeping that system operating as well as it does. I think the only challenge I'd draw out is back to that data. Yeah. And um, do we need, because quite rightly, we've limited. So as well as what we can lawfully collect, the, the other consideration about data is keeping the burden on payroll providers, on employers, as low as possible. But there is something for me about whether we've got that balance quite right. Um, so, for example knowing a little bit more about hours worked or location worked or if if we had had a bit more of that information during the pandemic it would have been enormously helpful for us to understand how our support's being targeted who it's reaching etc so and they are things that are probably all collected by the payroll industry so i think there are some conversations we could have about our collective data sharing and whether there's more we could do in order for HMRC to really improve our services to customers. Joe, I think we could talk about this all day. There's so many other questions I would love to ask, but I just want to take this opportunity to give a huge thank you for joining me today on the Payroll Podcast. It's been an absolute privilege. I've been delighted the HMRC have joined us to answer some of those questions. And of course, a huge thank you to everyone involved in making this happen. Of course, if you are a payroll leader listening to this podcast, please do subscribe. My name is Nick Day. I'll bring you a new episode real soon. Thanks again, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment. If you need help with a current payroll vacancy, then please get in touch with Nick and his team. All contact details can be found in the episode notes. In the meantime, to make sure you never miss a future episode, please subscribe to the show through any of your favorite podcast channels. Till next time.